the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Here to preach the good news, heal the brokenhearted, set captives free, and bring restoration to our community, this is Isaiah 61. From Spirit of the Lord Church in North Minneapolis, here's Pastor Solomon. Hello and welcome again to Isaiah 61, hosted by Pastor Solomon Akwaka, Senior Pastor of Spirit of the Lord Church. We are at 1001 Penn Avenue North, Minneapolis, Minnesota 55411. Connect with us on social media, Spirit of the Lord Church on Facebook, and we are Spirit of the Lord on Instagram, and also you can go to spiritofthelordchurch.org or wearespiritofthelord.com and you will be able to connect with us. We look forward to connecting with you and partnering with you in ministry and um, being a part of your journey as well as, you know, we are kingdom-minded and kingdom-focused. So anything that would help elevate things of the kingdom is that which we pursue. Amen. And so welcome back again. I know we 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 have been on a journey throughout this year. And we want to thank God for his goodness. Thank God for preserving our lives. And thank God for the grace that he continues to give us to excel in our areas of calling and to impact lives in this world. Now, I want to comment here uh, about uh, the last several months we've been dealing with from um from transformation to excellence, excellence in ministry. And um, we did talk about youth resources. It's, it's near and dear to our hearts. And we we certainly hope that you would go back and listen to the podcast and, um, and support this worthy cause as uh, youth resources is a building, uh, a, a, you know, a, a platform and rebranding to, uh, to reach out to the youth in this in in the north side of Minneapolis, and so there's a fifty thousand dollar marching grant that um, is has been made available. So please um, connect with us, uh, Spirit of Lord Church, if you want to donate to Youth Resources. Uh, to the end of the year, we have to raise fifty thousand dollars to get the marching. Grant, which means that if we fall short, whatever the amount raised will be matched. So be a part of uh, this effort to change and to build the kingdom of God through youth ministry and, um, you know, partner with us to raise youth workers and um, see God's glory manifest. Amen. Amen. And and so t- today we're going to start on a journey um, or continue, if you've been following us, uh, continue on the subject godliness, godliness, godliness. And I, I, I truly believe that these are the, the, the topics and focus that, that 
we need to have in order for God to propel us to our destinies. Now, the Christian walk is not only being saved, sanctified, delivered, filled with the Holy Spirit, and then attending church. The purpose of being saved, of being delivered, is to now morph us into the image of God. And that's why transformation is at the core of the gospel. Because the gospel says that come as you are, Jesus will meet you where you are at. But you don't stay where you are. And you don't, you don't stay how you were when you came in. You have to be transformed. There has to be a transformation. So transformation is part of the agenda. And rightfully so, that is an indication that the precious sacrifice of the blood of Jesus means something, means something. It's not just to, to redeem us from the power of darkness. That's the genesis of the transformation to redeem us and morph us into his image. Uh, so daily we are being transformed, the scriptures tell us, into his image as we gaze on his beauty, as we gaze on his glory. And this journey is to get us to be with the Lord at the end of at the end of it. Have you ever thought of why you are uh, you you're walking in your calling, your you're attending church, serving faithfully, given. What is the end result? What would you want God to say to you? Well done, my good and faithful servant. You served him faithfully and you gave your all. But in addition to that, you also were conformed to his image. You also we're being transformed. And so godliness is central to the gospel. Godliness is central to the gospel. Godliness is central to the gospel. Now, so I'll, let's go from First Timothy 6. First Timothy 6. Verse 1 through 4. And Paul is writing to Timothy and he's saying that let as many servants as are under the yoke count their own masters worthy of all honor, that the name of the Lord and his doctrine be not blasphemed. And they that have believing masters, let them not despise them because they are brethren, but rather do them service because they are faithful and beloved, partakers of the benefit. These things teach and exhort. These things teach and exhort. Verse 3. If any man teach otherwise and consent not to the wholesome words, even the words of our Lord Jesus Christ, and to the doctrine which is according to godliness, he is proud, knowing nothing, but darting about questions and strives of words, 
whereof cometh envy, strife, railings, evil, surmisings. Verse 5. Perverse disputings of men of corrupt minds and destitute of the truth, opposing that gain, supposing that gain is godliness, from such withdraw thyself. From such withdraw thyself. Hmm. So the gospel is is deep is deeper and it's far reaching than it's been preached and i believe that god is is stirring up the church and the body of christ in these last days to attend to some of these subjects that are central and core to the to the truth of of the gospel i'm all for conferences i'm all for you know things and enrichment events and programs I'm all for those, but not at the expense of teaching and instructing believers in all godliness. Anything that deviates from Christ, any teaching. Now, the expression of power and the demonstration of power is not a substitute to godliness. It's not a substitute to humility. All those things have to line up. So anyone who is called of God and called by God and walking in the power of God should have certain basic things happening concurrently. And as you grow, you grow in wisdom. You grow in stature. You grow in in the knowledge of the word of the Lord, and you are being transformed into his image, which means that as a believer, God's idea and intent is that when we are growing in him and subject ourselves to his uh, His lordship, we are getting better and better every day. We're getting better and better every day. It doesn't mean when you trip you slip today or tomorrow, you've not gotten better. You have. Unless there is an intentional desire not to move forward, an intentional desire not to conform to what God is saying and how God is moving and how God is working with you and through you. There has to be an intentional desire at place of desperation that births God's move. And as a believer, we have to be in that place and in that space and in that mindset every day. So Paul is, is, is instructing Timothy and is instructing all those who are ministers, all those of us who are teachers, that if you're if you're serving someone, if you are uh, under someone's leadership who is not a believer, count them worthy of the honor, because in so doing, God's name will be glorified. You would have a pathway to plant seeds of the word or to reach out and minister to them. 
Yes. Otherwise, they would despise you and despise the God that you serve. And that's very critical because we have a part to play in whether unbelieving leaders are gravitating to the word or are open to listening to what God has for them. Now, the testimony that you have can be tainted with how you respond and how you act towards your, 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 your leadership. If you're in a corporate environment, if you're in a marketplace and there is a, a hierarchy, you, you have to adhere to that. You have to subject yourself to that so that your testimony will not be tainted. There is a place where your testimony can be tainted, even though you may carry all the grace and you may carry all the power and you may have all the charisma. You can taint that message of the gospel. So as a leader, as a preacher, as a minister, how do you act when you are under authority? Especially for those that are being led by unbelievers. Paul is instructing us on how to do, what to do. Number two, verse two, he said, And they that have believing masters, let them not despise them because they are brethren, but rather do them service because they are faithful and beloved, partakers of the benefit. See, so it doesn't matter whether it's a believer who's your boss or an unbeliever that's your boss. It is this one constant. Give them honor. Don't say that this is a believer, so you know you you don't have to, or you 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 you're exempted from certain things. You have to ensure that you accord them the honor and respect, at least in in that capacity. And then he goes on to verse three and says that if any man teach otherwise. And consent not to the wholesome words, even the words of our Lord Jesus Christ, and, the, and to the doctrine which is according to godliness. Listen to that. He's proud, knowing nothing. The, these are very, very explicit words. That means that if you do anything and teach anything that is outside of the doctrine of godliness, the, the understanding, teaching of godliness. You are proud. You know nothing. Mm. You, you, you're just full of strife. You, you don't know Jesus. You don't know Jesus. Everything that you do has to conform to Jesus. Everything that we say has to give glory and honor to Jesus, approved by Jesus. Otherwise, you're opening up yourself to corruption. You're opening up yourself to a corrupt mind. You're opening up yourself to that which God doesn't approve of. And yes, we can be in a mode where we think that God has approved of something and God has not approved. So let's be mindful. You're listening to Isaiah 61. My name is Pastor Solomon Akwaka, and we're talking about godliness today. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back, um, and I hope you stay tuned 
God bless you. Spirit of the Lord Church is a multi-ethnic, multi-generational church impacting North Minneapolis and the greater Twin Cities. Emphasizing the four pillars of godly thinking, training up godly children, godly marriages, and outreach to the community. Spirit of the Lord has quickly become a staple to some of the people who need God the most. As they focus on Jesus Christ, grace and truth bind them together to become God's best. Join them for service every Sunday morning at 1030 at 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis. Spirit of the Lord Church, a proud sponsor of Isaiah 61. I'm Donna Cruz. Join Penny and me this weekend for Keep the Faith. Nick Vujicic shares hope for the struggle you're facing. We can ask God to change any circumstance, but always be in peace. And if you wanted me to have arms and legs, he would do it. I have a pair of shoes in my closet in case he does say it. But I have everything I need. Listen to Keep the Faith every Sunday night at 6 on AM 980 The Mission. The Twin Cities Christian Voice. Welcome back to Isaiah 61. This is Pastor Solomon Akwaka, Senior Pastor of Spirit of Lord Church in Minneapolis. And we are glad that you've joined us. We're talking about godliness. Godliness. And the fact that God is uh, God is about godliness. He's serious about it. So he talks through Paul. As we read in First Timothy six, verses one through five, and he's t- telling us that godliness is central to the gospel. Godliness is central to who Jesus is. Is central to who you evolve to become, and is central to what we teach and preach. So, if anyone teaches any doctrine that is outside of the words of Jesus, that is according to godliness, basically let him be accursed. Don't listen to him. Detach yourself. Verse 5, it says that, um, at the end he says that, from such withdraw yourself. So there's a place to actually detach yourself from people. When they have wandered wandered out and veered into the deep and their conscience is seared and they are teaching some things that are not biblical some things that are not according to the gospel you got to pay attention to them you got to pay attention to them you got to pay attention to them and detach yourself now so godliness is central. And what is godliness? Godliness is basically being God, being like God. Being like God. That means that means your mindset, your thought processes, the environment you create around you is given the opportunity for God to manifest every day, every minute. 
So detaching yourself from people who are against godliness allows you to build a, 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 an environment or a, a, a team of people around you and, and processes around you that would always point you to God and God's thoughts, God's ideals, God's, his musings, what, what makes him happy, what makes him sad. You, you get attached emotionally to God's heart and you can tell what hurts God, what brings God joy. So godly people are people who don't just follow majority. Godly people are people who would be branded as weird. Well, he, 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 he's unpredictable. Well, the last time I checked, Jesus didn't conform to anything. He did as he heard. He did as he was told. He did as God instructed because he was one with God. So there are some people that you have to detach yourself from. There are some people that you, you, you don't need to be around if they will not push you towards the mind of God, if they will not accurately teach the doctrines of Scripture, if they, if they will not point to Jesus, if they will not point, point to Jesus. And so godliness is becoming like God, having the substance of God, having the substance of God. That means that we are not only um, speaking, but we are demonstrating in action and with action. That anyone that encounters you is like, wow, this person is godly. This person is like God. This person is full of grace. This person is full of mercy. This person is full of truth. This person is full of light. This person makes a difference. And there is nothing we can do outside of God that is sustainable. Nothing we do outside of God is sustainable. Amen. Nothing we do outside of God is sustainable. So that means that a godly person is a person that seeks to reflect God in every situation. In every situation. Under every circumstance, you are in tune with heaven. So my version of godliness is that you are so heavenly minded and connected to the heavens that you bring heaven on earth. You bring the provisions of heaven. You bring the ordinances of heaven. You enforce that which heaven approves of. And when you, when you enforce that which heaven approves of, you create an environment where God dwells and comes and dwells with you every day. God makes it a point to have time and visit with you every day. God makes certain that he's with you because you have, you have created the environment for him. 
And as as we wind down, I want to say that environment is more important than any seed. The viability and potency of any seed is subject to the environment in which it is it is placed. So create an environment for God to visit you every day. Create an environment for God to manifest every day. Create an environment for God to come in every day. And you would realize that you are gravitating more and more towards God's perspective. Not what is political, not what is uh, correct politically, but what is truth is what you speak. And Jesus lived that. May God arise upon us and may God continue to morph and transform the believers of this day, the church of this end time, to be what it needs to be to the world that has been mistaken and that is fallible, that we will present the infallible word of God in at every opportunity and in every way. God bless you and God keep you. Until next time, this is Pastor Solomon on Isaiah 61. Blessings. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.